This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, Fair and 36 at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday, the 30th of November, 2022. Rich Molders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We'll see sunshine today, a high of 50. Could have some gusty winds this afternoon. Clouds tonight as winds calm down, a low of 31. Sunny on Thursday, winds will kick up again, high right around 50. You're going to want to bundle up tomorrow night for the Conway County Christmas Parade. Temperature in the mid-40s for that event. Overnight Thursday will cool off to 38 with calm winds and a slight chance of showers late that night. Now Friday, we've got a 30% chance of showers till about noontime. With cloudy skies, we'll have a high in the low 60s and some gusty winds. Friday night, it'll be windy, cloudy, low 49, and a 30% chance of rain. And Saturday, mostly cloudy, high around 60 with some gusty winds. Right now, fair and 36 at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day, Barbara Gentry at UACCM. Obituaries this morning. Clarence Jr. Amos Bryant, age 65, of Cleveland, died on Friday, November 25th. A celebration of life will be announced at a later date with arrangements by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Brenda Irene Mayle, age 67 of Bryant, died on Sunday, November 27th. Memorial service will be Tuesday, December 6th, 4 p.m. at the Bigelow Baptist Church with Brother James Wilson officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. James Anton Mock, age 88 of Moralton, died Monday, November 28th. He was a retired fighter pilot with the United States Air Force and flew twice the speed of sound. He held a master's in business administration and is survived by his wife of 66 years, Gladys May Heights Mock, five sons, Guy Nathan Mock, Mitchell James Mock, Scott Anthony Mock, Stephen Douglas Mock, and Michael J. Mock, daughter Sandra Jean Mock Gilbertson, and a host of grandchildren, great-grandchildren, family, and friends. Visitation will be Monday, December 5th, 1 to 3 p.m. at the Harris Chapel, Private burial for James Anton Mock will be at a later date with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Melvis Clyde West Jr., age 74 of Bigelow, died on Monday, November 28th. He was a member of Welcome Home Missionary Baptist Church, a cattleman and farmer, and taught FFA for 40 years, including 34 and a half years at Bigelow. He survived by his children, Christopher West of Houston, Karen Malone of Stony Point, and Kevin Franklin of Hot Springs, six grandchildren, and one great-granddaughter. Funeral service for Melvis Clyde West, Jr. will be Friday, December 2nd, 2 p.m. at the Welcome Home Missionary Baptist Church with Brother John Williams officiating. Burial will be at Aunt Dilly Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends Thursday, December 1st, 6 to 8 p.m. at the funeral home. Now 7.34, let's turn to news this morning. Conway County School Counts, Friends of Hattieville and Old Hickory, the Center Community Foundation, Mount Zion Community, and the Conway County Center for Exceptional Children are the latest nonprofit agencies in Conway County to benefit from the county's allocation of American Rescue Plan funds. An ordinance authorized by the county's Quorum Court Monday appropriated $25,000 for school counts, $10,000 each for Friends of Hattieville and Old Hickory and the Center Community Foundation, $6,000 for the Mount Zion community, and $2,000 for the Center for Exceptional Children. 
County Judge Jimmy Hart notes an additional $22,000 was also appropriated for renovations to the county courthouse. We'll work. If everybody's noticed, and I hope they have, we've made some up. Some We've kind of uh, painted a little bit and done some upkeep in our courthouse, which was badly needed. Conway County received approximately $2 million in ARP money from the federal government in June. The county is using that money for grants and aid to local nonprofits. 735, it's fair and 36 at the KVOM studios on our way to a high of 50 with sunshine and gusty winds today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's fair in 36 coming up on 737. Winter can bring a variety of hazardous weather conditions to Arkansas, including heavy snow, ice, and very cold temperatures. To help Arkansans get ready for winter's wrath, this week has been set aside as Winter Weather Awareness Week in Arkansas. Now, today's focus is on weather watches, warnings, and advisories. Dennis Cavanaugh with the National Weather Service in Little Rock explains the difference in a watch and a warning involves the confidence forecasters have that a winter storm will occur. He says a watch is usually issued 12 to 24 hours in advance of the anticipated weather. However, they can be issued as much as 48 hours in advance. The term winter storm watch is always used no matter what type of wintry precipitation is expected and indicates about a 50% chance of a significant winter storm occurring. So that could be heavy snow, it could be you know some significant ice accumulations, uh, things like that. When we issue a warning, that means we're very confident in a uh, winter storm impacting, uh, impacting parts of the state. So that's when we've got uh, 80% confidence that that winter storm, you know, the heavy snow, the ice accumulations are going to occur uh, and be, be pretty dangerous for folks uh, you know, in, that live in that area. Uh, and that's usually issued within a day or two. Uh, of occurrence. Warnings are issued for conditions posing a threat to life or property. Recently, the Weather Service offices that serve Arkansas changed their winter storm warning criteria for snow to four inches or more of snowfall accumulation per winter weather event. Forecasters also have the discretion to enter a winter storm warning for snowfall for lesser amounts based on the potential for significant travel impacts and in collaboration with other offices that serve the state of Arkansas. The previous criteria for issuing a winter storm warning for snow was 4 inches or more of snowfall in 12 hours, or 6 inches or more in 24 hours. The criteria for issuing a winter storm warning for ice and sleet remain unchanged. A winter storm warning for ice is one quarter inch or more of ice accumulation. A winter storm warning for sleet is one half inch or more of sleet accumulation. Kavanaugh adds a winter weather advisory is issued when confidence is high that winter weather will occur but the impact is expected to be less severe than when a winter weather warning is issued. Today's the deadline for individuals and groups to sign up to be a part of the 2022 Conway County Christmas Parade. It's set for Thursday, 5.30 p.m. in downtown Moralton. Entry forms are due by 5 p.m. today. Those can be turned in at the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce office or via email to rhonda.trobridge at hotmail.com. 
All entries must be lighted and decorated according to the theme to be eligible for judging. This year's theme is Peace on Earth. Float categories for judging include commercial, civic, church, nonprofit or individual, and school or educational. There's also a wheeled division for cars or trucks, bicycles or motorcycles, and ATVs, as well as categories for bands, fire trucks, walkers, and other entrants. The parade will take the same route as the Conway County Fair Parade, beginning at the parking lot of Green Bay Packaging's Fiber Resource Division at the corner of Broadway and John Payne Drive and proceeding through downtown Moralton. Arkansas Tech University is beginning the process of demolishing the W.O. Young Building on its Russellville campus. Following the installation of fence around the perimeter of the space, site work such as removal of exterior lights and trees will take place December 5th through 16th. Demolition of the structure begins December 16th and is scheduled for completion by February 17th of next year. Once the Young Building is demolished, the parcel of land on which it sits will be prepared to host a new student union and recreation center at ATU. Construction of that facility begins in 2023 with the scheduled completion date of summer 2025. ATU's Student Union and Recreation Center will include space for a campus living room, lounge, individual and group fitness activities, two basketball courts, outdoor recreation, a cafe, events at multiple scales, student organizations, food service, a convenience store spirit shop, multi-activity court, and multi-purpose meeting rooms. A study published Tuesday by WalletHub ranks the best college towns in the country. The rankings considered a number of factors, including wallet friendliness against the social environment alongside academic and economic opportunities. Of the 450 towns ranked in the survey, Conway comes in at number 179 with a high score for social and economic opportunities, but a low score in wallet friendliness. Fayetteville is the highest ranked city in Arkansas at number 60. Little Rock is ranked number 278, while Jonesboro is the lowest ranked city in Arkansas at number 319, despite having the state's highest social environment and academic opportunities. The survey was also broken down into city size. Among the 198 small towns in the survey, Fayetteville is ranked number 27, Conway comes in at number 75, and Jonesboro at 139. Little Rock is ranked 97th out of the 150 mid-size cities. Now markets. Here's Samantha Cassidy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, U.S. large-cap equity indexes finished slightly lower, while small-cap stocks rose ahead of Fed Chair Powell's scheduled speech tomorrow. China stocks rallied on prospects that the country could move faster in loosening its COVID-19 restrictions. Commodities finished higher, helped by the headlines in China, and reports that OPEC is considering a new production cut at its December meeting. Energy stocks outperformed, while the defensive sectors and technology finished lower as yields rose. The Dow closed at 33,852, up three points. NASDAQ closed at 10,983, down 65 points. Volume was heavy as 827 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a closer look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was up 19 cents at $19.01. Bank of America was up 14 cents at $37 even. Deer and Company was down 24 cents at $440.97. Energy Corporation was down $0.44 at $112.81. Under Armour was up $0.31 at $8.55. Simmons Bank was up $0.03 at $23.06. Regions Financial was up 
$2.37 at $22.91. Southwestern Energy was up $0.06 cents at $6.90. Tyson Foods was up $0.92 cents at $66.45. Walmart was down $0.54 cents at $152.97. Live Ramp was down $0.42 cents at $20.95. Interpublic Group was up $0.42 cents at $34.31. Nextair Energy was down $1.24 at $82.49. Natural Gas was up $0.08 cents at $7.27. Precious Metals were higher. Gold was up $8.30 at $1,763.60. Silver was up $0.30 cents at $21.42. I am Samantha Cassidy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street in downtown Moralton. Your community calendar, the Conway County Sheriff's Office and Moralton Police Department are holding a raffle to benefit their Shop with a Cop program with eight prizes given away. That drawing will be held today. Hurry and get your tickets from the Sheriff's Office, Police Department, or from any deputy. Riverview Baptist Christian School is hosting a chili and soup supper Friday, 4.30 till 7 in the school cafeteria. Mills include chili, soup, crackers, cornbread, dessert, and drink. The cost is a donation to the school. Carryouts are available. To place an order in advance, 501-215-1752. As always, we appreciate you listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, but we know that it's not always possible to hear it as it airs. That's why we make this content available on KVOM's podcast channel. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts. Or just listen on our website, kvom.com, or our free mobile app. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published weekdays and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 745, fair and 36 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, a visit with Ray Pruitt with the Central Arkansas Dutch Oven Cooks. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning Newswatch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Cave on Zeus Walker Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton's senior boys basketball team improved its record to 3 and 2 with a 62 to 37 non-conference victory over Hot Springs Lakeside on Tuesday night at Devil Dog Arena. Marlton will start for a four conference play against Ozark on Friday. Senior Avery Pettengill scored 23 points, leads Sacred Hearts Senior Boys to an 80-69 win over Scranton in 1A4 conference play last night in Marlton. Senior Jack Poole added 18 points and 14 rebounds. Sophomore Rowdy Warren had 17 points, and Senior Peyton Paladino had 10 for the Knights, who improved their record to 5-6 overall 2-0 in conference play. In the Senior Girls game, Sacred Heart built a 32-5 halftime lead and cruised to a 49-12 win over the Lady Rockets. Sophomore Skyler Highfield led the Lady Knights with 13 points. Sophomore Ayla Holzman followed with 12. As Sacred Heart improves to 8-2 overall, 2-0 in conference play with that win. Scranton won the junior girls game 25-23. Kylie McGee scored 8 points in the loss for the junior Lady Knights. 
Sacred Heart continues conference play at Arkansas School for the Deaf on Thursday. Senior Sam Reynolds scored 34 points to lead one of you's senior boys to a 61-39 victory over Guy Perkins on the road and won a four-conference play last night. Daredevils improved to 9-4 overall, 2-0 in the conference with that win. Senior girls got 15 points apiece from juniors Layla Terry and Riley Gottsponer and 13 from senior Abby Baker in a 60-34 victory that improves their record to 9-4 overall, 2-0 in the conference. One of you won the junior girls game 44-2 behind 17 points from Shailen Dockery and 11 from Kaya Simmons. One of you will welcome Brinkley to town for homecoming on Friday. Nemo Vista's senior high team swept Arkansas School for the Deaf and won a four-conference play on Tuesday night in Center Ridge. The girls won 61-26, improving their record to 8-5 overall, 2-1 in the conference. Senior boys got a 54-21 win over the Leopards. Redhawks are now 9-5 overall, 1-2 in conference play. Neil Vista will play non-conference games against Lisa Academy West on Friday and will resume a conference play next Tuesday against Wonderview. The Wonderview and Neil Vista senior boys teams will play each other tonight. In the semifinal round of the Fast Break Classic in Quitman, that game starts at 5.45 p.m. following a girls game between Bigelow and Quitman at 4.30. The University of the Ozarks women's team lost to Greenville 62-48 last night. Sacred Hearts McKenzie Greason had five points and four rebounds in the game for the Lady Eagles. Ten minutes in front of 8 o'clock now on KVOM as you look at weather on this Wednesday. And we've got north winds right now at 10 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 30.32 inches. Low temperature this morning, 33 degrees. High yesterday, 73. A year ago today, the low was 31. The high was 74. And just a trace of rainfall yesterday morning, 1 one-hundredth of an inch. Uh, is all that was measurable. Here at the KVM Studios, total for the year is at 44.29 inches. Sunset this evening, 4.59. Sunrise tomorrow morning, 7.01. And forecast calls for sunny skies today. Cooler temperatures, a high near 50. Increasing clouds tonight with a low around 31. Mostly sunny day tomorrow, high once again near 50 degrees. And back in low 60s Friday and Saturday. Uh, small chance of rain Thursday night and Friday and then a little bit better chance at least by Sunday it looks like right now fair skies 36 degrees in Marlton 751 on KVOM Newswatch continues in just a moment are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 754 now on KVOM in our close-up segment this morning. We're joined by Ray Pruitt with the Central Arkansas Dutch Oven Cooks. Good morning, Ray. Good morning. All right. It's good to have you back in. Of course, we talked to you before Thanksgiving, and your group was kind of helping uh, organize the distribution of, of meals for thanksgiving yeah, thanksgiving in the park at the marlton city park and uh, tell us how that went oh it went great but we run out of food we don't know exactly how many we fed but we had 200 pounds of chickens that we smoked and pulled off the bone and one turkey and we run out wow well and deviled eggs i boiled 17 dozen and we run out of them we had all kinds of 
potato salad, beans, corn, and all to go with it. So we don't know how many we fed, but we fed a bunch, and we run out. We could have fed another 40 or 50 people if we'd had the food. Well, yeah, so it, uh, I guess it'd be a, a few hundred people. Yes. Uh, at least that you fed. So that's, that's great you were able to, to get uh, meals to that many folks in Marlton. Yep. And, uh, of course, it was raining a terrible raining. weather that day again, but it, they still showed up. They huh? still come out. We fed more elderly people than we did anybody this time. Last time, there's more young people, so you never know who's going to be there. Okay. All right. Uh, good that they were able to get a meal there on, on Thanksgiving. And, of course, uh, it was a big undertaking and uh, a lot of help involved. Oh, and, uh, we got to thank all the volunteers and anybody that donated food. Without them, it wouldn't work. We got the idea and we do the legwork, but all these people that volunteer food or volunteers or help, that's what makes it work. Sure. I know you did have uh, a few business sponsors. Yep. Uh, Robinson in, uh, Distribution Center uh, helped us. Uh, Harps, Walmarts, Page Jane Bank, Tractor Supply, and a special thanks to Tyson because they give us 200 pounds of chicken. Well, yep. All right. Great. Uh, good to get the community involved and and uh, certainly uh, helping so many people get uh, meals there on, on Thanksgiving Day. And uh, I guess plan is to, to do it again next year? If, you know, me and my wife kind of getting older, you know, <laughs> as long as our health uh, holds, we'll be back next year. All right. Well, if you guys can't we'll do it, hopefully someone else will step up. Pick and it up, on, and so. we're looking forward to next year, and hope everybody has a good Thanksgiving. Yep, yep, for sure. I know a lot of, a lot of folks did. Got, uh, got the free meal there at the city park uh, last Thursday, so... Uh, Ray, thank you again for, for organizing that. And anything else? Anything no, else that's it. And I hope everybody has a great day. All right. Well, thank you so much. You too. Thanks for coming in. And Ray Pruitt with the Central Arkansas Dutch Oven Cook 757 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.